Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Derek. Hey, Kay. What's going on today? Not much. Nice, uh, sunny Sunday. Beautiful Sunday on this marathon weekend here in Boston. Oh, good time. All right. What are we talking about today on the show? Well, in Honolulu, we've got a duck that didn't make it through x-ray machine in a courthouse. Interesting. More on that in the weird news. Okay. Mm. I'll be telling you what to celebrate today. Lots of holidays today. Oh, that's exciting. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's always good. Um, we have uh, Cookie Monster attacking a kid in Times Square. Oh, boy. Yeah. I think Cookie Monster actually got arrested. Oh, that's not good. Monster, have that story in the weird Well, news. he just steals cookies, doesn't he? So he likes it's about cookies. time you get arrested. Um, I'll be bringing you the Hot Topics, but this time, Special Sexy Edition. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And to uh, top that off, or or not, no, or no top, there's Topless Reading in New York City. New club. Oh. Yeah. More on that in the weird news. Interesting. Yeah, awesome. And finally, finally, author Daryl Shelley on the show with us today. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Good times. I hope so. It's a very sexy Derek and Kay show. Nice. Maybe? Yeah, it totally is. I, I, I think so. All right. Yeah. Let's see what happens. <laughs> nice. Press the button. This is the Derek and Kay show. Call the Derek and Kay Show at 661-467-2416. The Derek and Kay Show. Hello. Hi. How you You betcha. Hey, what you trying to say, Kay? <laughs> Look at the cat is yeah. about to jump off the counter with his jalapeno. Nice beaver. Yo, it is the Derek and Kay Show. Yay! Today is April 14, 2013. Yes, it is. As the sun is somehow shining right in my face. All of a sudden, this intro. It's very sunny in here now. It's, <laughs> it's like it's like a freaking sundown or something. Uh, this, is, this is totally crazy. This is um, episode 111, and we are over 190,000 listens and growing... Ooh. We are the most professional, unprofessional radio show on the internet today. Sometimes. And I am Derek. Derek Kalish. And right over there is Kay. Kay Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Pokemon loading up. <laughs> I forget to do this every week. Uh, 
Kim Cubchoo. Cubchoo? Cubchoo. 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 Now, this must be a little bear. It is a bear. Oh, my gosh. I got it. It's right a away. Little, the winner is like baby polar bear thingy. Okay. And it's got a big drip of snot coming from its Ew. nose. That's gross. It's really. Why does it have the snot? I don't know it, why it has the <laughs> snot. It's super disgusting. Nice. Anyway, you can contact the Derek and K Show many methods. Yes. You can email us at dkradioshow at gmail.com. You've got mail. Visit our website, dkradioshow.com, for show extras and past episodes and um, the blog from a million years ago. Yeah. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash dkradio. Follow our handle at dkradioshow for the latest tweets and links. And call us when we're live between... 7 o'clock and 8.30 this evening yeah. at 661-467-2416. Nice. You never know unless you ask. Yeah. And my yes. apologies to RJ Gumby. We have not been promoting today at all. I I didn't. It, I just put it on my personal page. I have had it. quite a weekend. Cha, 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 cha. And I just cha, cha, cha. Haven't, I haven't attempted to do much of anything. It's, it's been busy. It's been a busy time. It's been very busy. Yeah. I, I agreed to extend my shift yesterday at oh. my job. So I okay. went in early and got done late. So I didn't have time to do much of anything. I like got home to like make dinner. And uh, that's about it. There you have it. And there I have it. And then yeah. today I was like procrastination central. Oh, that happens sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's important to do that, too. I was just chilling out. I was like, oh, my God, I have time to chill. I'm just going to sit here in bed with the cats oh. and chill. Yeah, I mean, that's good. You can be in bed. It was awesome. And you got the cats. I always enjoy that in the morning. Mm-hmm. I had, like, two cups of coffee, and then I had my lunch. Wow. You know? What was what was lunch? Uh, I made some chili last night, some turkey chili, turkey white bean chili. Oh, okay. Yummers. White bean and chili. Yeah, nice. white beans, some northern beans, and, uh, you know, with a little avocado on top. Yeah. Yum. Oh, that sounds delicious. Yeah, but I forgot to buy cheese Yum. yesterday at the grocery store, so I had cheese. no... Cheese. Yeah, I like the cheese. Cheese it. is good. A Just little shredded cheese on the top. Add a little extra calories, because I'm getting yeah. a little skinny. Are you Are you really? You're trying to, you're trying to bulk up? Bulk trying up to bulk for up? spring? Yeah. Nice. I just, you know, I've been... Me I've too, been, totally. I've been sort of forgetting that I had to keep eating. Oh. So I lost... <laughs> Like five pounds over the past oh, month. Oh no, that's not good. So I, yeah. I gotta, I gotta bulk up. Yeah, bulk up. I'm looking a little. Bulk thin. up for spring. Yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I'm doing. I'm bulking up for spring. Yeah, no, it's good. What are you doing? How I you bulking up? I work at the gym. Up? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I was just there this morning. It's good. How was it? Uh, it was great. I just uh, jogged a mile, pumped some iron. This is now. You jogged a mile. Yeah, I usually do that before the workout. Good for you. How long did it take you? Oh, it's it's long time. I mean, it's, are you slow? I'm slow. How how long? I don't. I, I'll I'll walk it for a little bit. I don't uh-huh. know the whole thing. Oh, you I, don't run the whole. Yeah, thing. I don't. Well, I do jog the whole mile, but I, I, it's, it's the process of getting on there and getting up to speed takes a while. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, it's it's more like a mile and a half when it's all said and done. Are you like a twelve minute miler? Um. Yeah, probably 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 about that. A little all less, right. maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I actually don't know what the mile comes out to because I'm. Oh just, okay. Yeah, it's you need just, one of those apps. No, well, need, the whole thing tells it's not a fucking it treadmill. Tells it tells you, you everything. Yeah, I mean, true. all the information's right in front of you. Uh, and I just, you know, you know what? It's oh, it's been uh, this is 16 months now uh, straight at the gym, which is pretty great. That every, is really every good. Every week, even when I was in Sweden, I managed to catch a gym there. That's so, awesome. Uh, it's, it's been pretty good. I've been running, although I should probably stop. I'm about a nine-minute miler. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Well, I'm, I'm running a mile a minute, but I'm not, not a mile a minute, but a mile. <laughs> That's a mile, really fast. One mile every nine minutes. <laughs> but I mean, I I probably should. <clears throat> I mean, I don't have much weight to carry, so I guess yeah. that's why I can that's, run fast. Uh, there you go. But that's not too. That's not that fast. 
but it's faster than most of the chicks on Nike Plus that are my age. Oh, you can compare, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I, well, I, I'm fast. You know, if there's a ball in play, I can be fast. It's just a long. <laughs> like if you're playing a football game or something. No, it's more like it's more like the. Well, no, it's more like the tennis. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, we got the tennis going. I'm, I'm into it. Then you're going. Then you're back and forth. You're, you're bobbing and weaving and doing yeah, all that. Yeah, I stuff. need a ball to get really into the game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I understand. Kind of like a cat. Is this is this or a, dog. a carryover from last week's sexual sexual innuendo show? Well, we could probably keep it going, given we our keep guest. Keep that going, absolutely. In, in the book, yeah, it's probably a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely a good thing. <laughs> it's, it's never, ever, ever a bad thing. Keep that going. Anyway, so it's um, April fourteenth, and there's tons of holidays today. Okay. So today is International Moment of Laughter Day, um, which I think we already had before the show. Yes. <laughs> Before the show, we had yes, a good time. Yeah, we had a good time. Um, it's look up at the sky day. Huh. Which I feel like we were doing a minute ago when the sun was. Yeah, there. the sun was totally shining in I my face. I think it was reflecting off a building. It I was. was it was a window. I could see it was a bright window. Um, and, and you know how this month is National Pecan Month. Right, and well, I only have one. Today yeah. is National Pecan Day. Oh, today's the observed yes. part of the holiday. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm sorry I didn't get you anything again. Damn it. I do have walnuts, though. It's almost a pecan. It's almost. Almost. <laughs> Different dryness. Right. Different choking. <laughs> Different nut. Uh, it's also reach up as high as you can day. Huh. I don't understand what... <laughs> is that... I don't know. Is, that, is there some another meaning to that or something? I don't know. Oh, okay. And last but not least, it's ex-spouse day. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> How do you celebrate that? Act, act? I don't know. I sent a text. <laughs> did you? I did, actually. Did you say happy? I'm not that private. I am going through a separation and divorce. It's fine. It's fine. Totally amicable. Yeah, okay. Um, but I did send a text. Did it say <laughs> happy, happy ex-spouse day? It did. did it really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Jay Patterson. <laughs> wow. So that should, that's give, good. that should give you the the idea of what the relationship is right now. So oh it's not boy. no one is mad, no one is angry. It's yeah, all no, fine. it's all good. That's totally good. fine. That's the best. That's the best kind. It's the best it could have been. So that that's that. That's what we're celebrating today. That's pretty good. Yeah. What is Archie gonna be talking about? If the cops are chasing you? Don't know. What is that in reference to? Don't know. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's about. You know, on the way here, I was I was uh, at a red light in front of. I was behind a cop. Yeah. And the light turned green, and the cop just sat there. And uh, I'm like, what do you do? You can't beat the <laughs> <your> cop. <laughs> Let's go, buddy. He legit sat there for 10 seconds, and I was like, you know what? can't beep at him. The same exact thing happened to me yesterday. Shut up, really? In Somerville. Really? Well, there, okay, so there's, there's like this big science fair happening there this weekend. And there was like is? One of the, oh, it's, it's science weekend or something, whatever, oh, okay. in Somerville, Cambridge. And, uh, yeah, there's one of those... There was one that was stopped with the lights on. I, I knew that person was going. He was across the street, but the one in front of me was a big SUV. The light changed green. Mm-hmm. He's just sitting there for a couple beats. If, if people don't go, like if I don't see the brake lights go off when that light <laughs> turns is, green, it's, it's like one second. I, I get annoyed. I know. It's definitely it's, a, it's it's a beat. Thing. Yeah, so <laughs> I was thinking about it, but <laughs> I was like, you can't do that. <laughs> I legit sat there. The cops sat. It was legitimately 10 seconds. I sat there, and I went... Yeah. What do you do? That's pretty you good. You can't beep your horn at the police. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky he eventually woke up and went. Yeah. 
I could have just been sitting there and for another cycle. He's probably he's taking a sip of coffee or something. He's chewing a donut. Yeah, he spilled the, the donut, donut there. Yeah. sprinkles all over the car. Yeah, oh crap! I gotta go pick that up. Is that like a real stereotype? Do cops like eat donuts for real? They like How go to the, the D&D co- and like. I never see cops in the D and D. Yeah, I think, but I think it used to happen when I was out in the Western Mass in the country. I think you used to see it because it was like a thing. With, like you know, it's the only place that's open late at night because nothing's open over there. Yeah. So the late coffee shops and Dunkin' Donuts and those kind of diners. It's just they're hanging out there. They're just like seeing. How did that start? Like, I don't know. I think it is a thing though. It's a thing. I like think, to have donuts and coffee yeah, if you're I, a cop. I think there's something to it. I, think I don't. It's so strange. <laughs> it is kind of weird. A weird stereotype, right? <laughs> Because it seems to be like prevalent throughout the entire like 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 nation. Like every cop in every city like eats donuts and coffee and hangs out at coffee shops. Yeah, it's weird. It, it is weird. I like D and D. Oh, I love it there. Oh, RJ Gumby says he was smoking a, a J. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's something you want to really announce over the internet, but <laughs> whatever, whatever blows your hair back. That's what the cop was doing. Oh, yeah, maybe he was smoking a J. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Oh, okay, I see. I'm sorry, I'm slow. No, I don't think RJ coming. I'm slow, the, I'm slow right. in the uptake. He smokes cigars. He takes a cigar break, I think, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah he does take cigar breaks. Um, <laughs> this is a listener in the chat room. Sorry, everybody who doesn't know what we're talking about. But also, I got to say, I went to the Sherman Cafe yesterday What's in Somerville. This? Oh, okay. Wait, where is that? What is this? It's in Union Square. Oh, is it the one? Yeah. That's the one. I didn't think I know what you're talking about. And I had the biggest carrot cake cupcake I've ever had wow. in my entire life. This is the size of your head? It was basically the size of my head. Nice. Like, I was like, who eats this? And then I was like, I guess I do. <laughs> <laughs> this is when you press the button and it has, it's my name on it. Oh, sorry. Hey! <laughs> there you go. Thank you. So did you have your big breakfast today? I had I had double breakfast. You had double breakfast? How, how about that? What happened? So um so when I woke up I had to do the um I didn't want to like start the morning with the big breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um I was still reading a little bit of uh the book. The hobbyist. The hobbyist, which is which has been very great and very into it. Um so I wanted to read a little bit of that before I went to the gym. I didn't want to have anything too heavy before going to the gym. So I just did a couple pieces of toast, peanut butter, and then I went to the gym and then I did the big breakfast. Okay. So it was more like brunch afterwards. Wow. So you had, so I had you the had, eggs. You had a pre-breakfast. The toast and the cereal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, it's good. Protein you, shake. No home fries though today. No home fries today. Oh. No, I just uh, didn't want to get down to it. No pancakes. No, I thought about the pancakes. Pancakes are good. Didn't happen. I think about doing pancakes next weekend. They're oh, they're so good. Oh, so good. Or maybe like Tuesday. I like the uh, I like to just Tuesday. mix it up rather than doing the plain. I like to do like like the blueberry or like. Like banana blueberry. walnut. Ooh, banana walnut sounds Sometimes good. Sometimes a chocolate chip. I didn't get in there. Chocolate chip is my number it's, one seed. It's it's really good. Pretty good. It's a little crazy. It's <laughs> yummy. I like to do the pancakes with a little bit of apple. Like, oh, apple is also great. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. A little bit of the the fried apples. Love love the apple. Yeah. So good. We must be hungry or something. Uh, we must be hungry. Actually, I'm due to eat again. Oh, yeah. you are? Yeah. I'm doing it again, too. It just happens that way. You know, it could be silly after this. Yeah. I think I know what you're thinking. What am I thinking? Uh, um, and it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking college pizza, yes. right? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like the, the hesitation was perfect. <laughs> I was thinking on the way here. I was like, you know... 
a college pizza in like forever, and I kind of am craving like greasy ass pizza. Greasy with, ass. Yes, greasy ass pizza with like curly fries and steak fries. Well, they got they got you covered. They totally have us covered, <laughs> and we can ask them to draw something on the box. I would love that. I love when they. I love the drawing on the box bit. What should we ask them to draw on the box today? Um. So what was it last time? Like Merry Christmas? Yeah, I, I Christmas tree. I asked them to draw a Christmas tree. And they spelled it wrong. Them, yeah, they, <laughs> they, said got Merry it, they got it wrong. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I, um, I didn't ask them to to write that. That was their own addition thing. Let's have them draw like a jalapeno on garlic. <laughs> really? I don't know. Could, should it be something related to what day it is? Okay. Like maybe they can draw a pecan or like I don't or I don't know. Oh, or that'd be kind of random. Picture of the sun. The sun. Picture of the sun. That doesn't make sense either. I'll it's have not to come as up funny. With something. Draw a picture of a house plant. I don't know. <laughs> something stupid. A cactus. A cactus. That might be a winner. <laughs> a cactus and a margarita. <laughs> I don't know why. Together. Yeah, I mean it doesn't really <laughs> Or Draw a picture of a, of a vibrator. There we go. That's what we were talking about earlier. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> now that I'm without spouse, I need a little help. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody needs a little help. Yeah. I, yeah, I got to get a better sound for that. You do have to get a better sound. That sounds painful. That actually, that does sound a little abrasive. Can you can you need like a vibrator sound? Yeah, yeah, I, that would be pretty good to have, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that'd be frustrating to hear the sound and not have the thing. Not have the yeah, yeah. The, the audible, but not the yeah, not the not the <laughs> right. What is it? Not the kinesthetic, uh, whatever. Tactile. Oh, yeah, not the tactile. Uh, yeah, that would be tough, right? Looking for some terrible. I don't know. <laughs> Hammer it. Hammer it. You know what? That's also a good sound for um. Yeah. For getting getting down with the I, get down. I agree. That's I, we had to hammer it. We played that a few times. <laughs> we have. But, yeah, I think so. In regards to that, I think we have. <laughs> Was it last week? <laughs> it you worked really it? well. Yeah, it is pretty good. You know, you just got to. Yeah, just hammering it. Uh, well, we could. <laughs> or there's that, and then getting getting down with the get down. Hammer it. Yeah, it's pound pretty good. It. Yeah, pounding. <laughs> Drive that nail. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no, I'm okay. I'm okay, okay. I'm good, totally good, okay. Good, good. We gonna make it through the show? You think? I'll try. Okay, that's good. I might have to go to the bathroom or something. Oh really? No, I'm just kidding. We could put a mic in there. We could. <laughs> wow. <laughs> show idea. Write that one down. There we go. <laughs> it's good. good. Time it. Time it. <laughs> could be like you know that game concentration do you remember huh. that game you would like hmm. you would have to like i don't remember how it worked oh it had like some x's and o's and it had a timer or something and you had yeah. to like either like put the in the right order or like, oh all the, the one... right ones but if you didn't make it in time the whole thing would pop that's right scare the s so out of you. freaking annoying <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was so bad Concentration, I think it was called. Oh, I thought it was like a game show. I okay. No, it was like I don't remember like what exactly you were supposed to do, but it was some there was some timing involved, and if you didn't make it on time, <laughs> the, the whole thing would explode and and like in your face. <laughs> yes, and so scare the living 
freaking daylights out of you. I so hate you want it. you want to make this a game then? You go into the bathroom. <laughs> 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 All right, everyone. <laughs> Got two minutes to make it happen. Wow. Also, remember that game. Um, Operation. Yes. Also a pain in the ass. <laughs> well, also not fun. Anxiety yeah. inducing. Yeah. Right. They don't have games like that for kids. Do they still have that? Um. Yes, they do. They do still have it. Huh. That. Yeah. That was always annoying because I mean it's not really fun. Well, the bu- the buzzing. Yeah. Would make me very nervous. And then his nose would turn red for some reason. Really? I thought his <laughs> nose was already red. When it buzzed. His nose would light up. Oh, really? I don't know why. Wait a minute. Let me look this up. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Take a look. Google that uh, I crap. I saw Operation with an M. Okay, an Operation. Hmm. Um, let's look at videos. Oh, I'm pretty That's sure. That's always good. It, yeah. You get the buzz, and then I think the nose would light up. I think it was a, it was a, both things happened. I don't, oh, I don't remember the nose lighting up. Yeah. But I do remember um, it not being fun and it being very stressful. Oh, it's totally not fun, right? Oh, was there an Operation commercial? There must have been. There must be a commercial on YouTube or something. Let's see, Operation game, Operation board game commercial. Oh, here's like huh. 30 seconds of someone playing Operation, I think. Oh, we might hear the buzzer. I hated that. It's really bad. I hope there's no commercial. This <laughs> <laughs> wow, what's going on there? <laughs> oh, the little kids are going crazy with it. And the nose is lighting up. Yeah, it does light up, right? Yes. That is crazy. <laughs> wow. This reminds me of my Pee Wee King record. <laughs> that is funny. Well, there you, there you have it. The game of operation. <laughs> oh my God. And what about what about like? Concentration. Concentration. Oh, that was also so bad. We were just talking about that. Game. That didn't seem right, yeah. I mean, I guess it was a game show, right? Oh, no, yeah. It's, oh, it's R- numbers. R.J. Gumby it's says numbers. it was a game show. Yes. It definitely was a game show, but it also was... This crazy little puzzle thing. Game. You put in order, yeah. Yes. Oh, it's numbers. That's what it was. It wasn't X's and O's. What was I thinking of that was X's and O's? I don't know. I thought it was like symbols or something. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's, it's weird numbers. Game. Yeah. Oh, it was so bad. I it was one of those. It just stressed me out. Totally stressed me out. All right. Well, we have to take a break, don't we? We, we probably probably do have to take a break. Talking about stupid games and vibrators. Well, it's, no, it's good. It's interesting, right? It's, well, it's ap- very apropos because <laughs> joining us following our commercial break is Daryl Shelley. <laughs> nice. Author of the Hobbyist. Stay tuned. What do you use your Fleece of Cards for? I used the Fleece of Card to have my mom put down, and I got frequent flyer miles. Thanks, Fleece From putting down a relative to funerals to bail, Fleece is accepted around the world. Fleece, it's time to start paying. I blacked out behind the wheel and killed my best friend. I woke up and realized I'd urinated on my wife. Oh, that bitch was mad. 
Drinking is always a lot of fun, but sometimes we all need to stop for a while. But you don't want to quit because you'll miss the buzz. Smokers have the tobacco patch. Now try the Alco patch. It's the same refreshing feeling of your favorite drink, but delivered transdermally and discreetly. Pick up the Alco patch at your local pharmacy. This is the Aaron A Show. Call the Derek and Kay Show at 661-467-2416. The Derek and Kay Show. The most professional, unprofessional radio show on the Internet today, The Derek and Kay Show. Hey, it is the Derek and Kay Show, and we are back. We are back, and we're drinking Belgian Brie. Oh, it's so tasty. It's really good. Oh, straight. my goodness. <laughs> yeah, straight. No I, way. I saw it on the uh, cabinet there, and I just was like, you know what? It's time for drinking. <clears throat> it really hits the spot. Sunday evening. Yeah. It's the end of the week, and it's time for drinking. Don't it's, you think? It's totally time. Yeah. I'm totally up for it. You can contact the Derek and Kay Show many ways. You can email us at dkradioshow at gmail.com. You've got mail. Uh, like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash dkradio. Visit our website, dkradioshow.com, for show extras and our very old blog entries. We really should uh, update that. I put some videos on there. You did? Last last week and the week before. Oh, I haven't checked. Yeah, just the stuff that we were talking about. Oh, good time. We got the gallon smashing and all that oh, crazy stuff. Oh, the gallon smashing. You yeah. watched that? How it's was that? It's pretty crazy. It was it's fun to watch. so stupid. It's kind of dumb. It's really dumb. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at our Twitter handle, DK Radio Show. Uh, and call us when we're live at 661-467-2416. Press 1 to speak with a host. Nice. But, and you can I mean, talk to us. That's right. Block Talk Radio tells you to do that, but, you know, I figured I'd put it out there. No, it's good. Yeah. Everyone else says, and I, I'm, hmm. I am a sheep. You're a sheep. Follow the herd. <laughs> All right. Anyway, join us on the line right now is author Daryl Shelley. Sorry. Author of The Hobbyist, a book that came out just last month about sexual addiction in New York, based on a true story, apparently. I can't wait to hear about this. Oh, yes. Daryl, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. Good. Um, where shall we start? <laughs> <laughs> how is it out there? in a... It's a long journey, I tell you. Yeah. yeah. How are you doing out there in Salt Lake, sunny California? Oh, it's great out here. No complaints ever. Oh. You know, it's it's such a unique city. I just love it here. Although I do miss New York. Oh yeah, I I bet everyone who calls ways. us from LA just loves it. Yeah, it's not, we get a lot of calls from there. And that's yeah. where our number yeah. is too, right? Well, the, you know, there's no seasons. It's always seventy to eighty degrees. It's always sunny. Um, wow. It's, it's a great lifestyle city, um, and it's so you know we're really not tested by weather. We're we're really only tested by traffic and <laughs> right. smog. <laughs> Other than that, there's there's much to admire here. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I always feel like yeah, there's like one season. And yeah, it's just yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, my 70s. wife can't stand it. She's kind of one of those morose people who wants to move to Seattle and have it rain. And oh, yeah. I just, I just can't do that. You know, I, I was in London recently, and it just, uh, it, it's tough. It's Constant tough with the rain. The gloom and the green. Yeah, but it's a great city, though. It has that kind of energy that New York City has, where there's just always so much on the go. It just kind of lifts you like an airborne caffeine, you know. It's great. I also love Seattle, so I have to agree with your wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been to well, both. Yeah, both are good. You're not alone. You know, there's um, my brother lives there. He's an architect there, and he's been there 15 years, and and he loves it. But uh, you know, diff- different uh, horses for courses, as they say. Hey, I like that. That's a good. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Daryl, tell us a little bit about your book, which I've I've read a little bit of since we only got yeah. one copy. Derek has been hoarding it. Daryl, I have to, I have to tell you, I've been I got this about a week ago, and I've been reading it just about every day, and I've been totally hooked. I've really enjoyed it. Oh, and he's, nice. he's finished I'm, I'm three pages. Right. <laughs> you know, I was no. also hooked on it also, but for different <laughs> reasons. Yeah, together. I'm about halfway um, through right now. It's It's been really good. I really enjoy it. Yeah, I think sex addiction seems to be in the zeitgeist right now. You know, you, you've got films coming out about it. You've got Californication and, you, you know, numerous celebrities who are always, you know, jumping on the radar for this. And, and yet a lot of people still feel that, you know, you know, they want to, you know, elbow you in the side and say, come on, really? Aren't you just a guy? Isn't that just how guys think? And, and you know, for the most part, that, you know, that's how we're programmed, you know. It's it's in our genetic software to to want to procreate. And, you know, I remember just at a very young age, just I, I had this girlfriend in high school. I adored her. But, you know, any, every girl walking by was just so attractive to me, whether it was her smile, the way she was dressed, the way she had her hair. Sure. There was something I could find to, to love in a woman. And, and I think I I fell in love every single day just walking to school through high school and you know it's just those impulses and and I think you know in a in a complex sophisticated society where you know we put a premium on on relationships with significant others I I think that you know a man has to come to terms with that and basically say, you know what, I, I know that these impulses exist in me, but they don't have to be a reality and I don't have to act on them, and I'm okay with that. You know, um, most most guys who, who are my friends, and who will be honest, will acknowledge it's very, very hard to do that. You know, there's, the grass is always greener. They always see something, and, and it's always the same story. It's like, you know, why can't my wife understand this, you know? It doesn't mean anything. It's just sex. Well, you know. Hmm. Mm. I, I don't know too many women that will, uh, you know, buy into that, who are, who are at least married or in a committed relationship. Right. Um, but uh, that's that's just how the guys that I hang out with are, and that's how my life was. It and it drives me mad. You know, I don't want to walk down the street and see someone and be attracted to them all the time. It, it just it just takes too much energy, you know. Especially when you know I, I have so much to lose by having such a great wife, you know. She really, uh, she's just the, the bee's knees to me. I, I adore this woman. And Aww. yet, Aww. you know, these, these urges continue every single day. Wow. Yeah, it's a, t- it's a tough thing, you know. But I've, I've, I've been, you know, I guess I could say sober for a long time now. And it's just, uh, what, one thing that's interesting is the, the American Psychiatric Association basically said, you know what, uh, we're not going to classify this as a disorder, you know. And, and I, I just don't understand that thinking. Uh, you know, we're, we're getting pretty sophisticated now in the medical community. And, you know, there's, there's this um, thing we can call it called neuroplasticity which basically is is kind of the doctrine that the brain is no longer you know a, a static organ it can change you know we mm-hmm. get hurt mm-hmm. and it tends to heal it'll create 
new neural pathways and and things like that and it's you know I think all addictions are brain diseases and and the thing is there's a lot of addictions that have to do with with you know compulsive behaviors such as gambling and spending and, and hoarding and, and things like that and those have all been classified as as disorders but uh, you know I, I think that you know it kind of reflects the the feeling that you know our our system or our nation has about sex you know it's it, we we don't really live in an open society in the United States you know one would think that you know this is a very liberal country where we're kind of the leader in in many things from technology and literature and so on but you know it it just seems like when it comes to sex we're just you know kind of ass backwards very so, yeah. privileged here in this country yeah, compared we're... to the rest of the world i think well a lot of the rest of the western world culture i think Right. right, we're totally right. weird about it. We've got a weird thing about it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. yeah, they do, you know. And I, you know, I, I didn't set out to be an addict. I didn't think there was anything like that. And I don't consider myself an addict anymore, you know. I, there are certain things that, that I don't I don't like about, for example, uh, Sex Addicts Anonymous, which is very similar to, uh, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous. Mm-hmm. They've got all these steps, and they've got, you know, you have to give your life over to, to God and things of that nature. And, uh, you know, the, the thing that really irks me is, you know, if you go to a meeting, when you announce yourself, you have to announce that you're an addict. And I think that's okay, you know, when you're when you're just getting started and you've hit rock bottom and, you know, you have to, you know, get out of denial and acknowledge that, you know, you have you have issues that need to be resolved. But, mm-hmm. you know, people transform themselves. Well, what what was the hardest part of the transformation, Daryl? Oh, did we lose him? Hello, did we lose him? Yeah. Uh oh. It appears you're calling back into a live show. Oh, we are reconnecting you now. That happened to us. That happened to us. Damn it. Hmm. Are you guys there? Oh, oh yeah. We're there. Sorry, we're sorry. back. We sorry. We, we got disconnected from our show. Something, sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh, really? Because I could hear you completely. Oh, oh that's so weird. Interesting. Huh. <laughs> I was crying out to you. I just wanted to hug you guys. <laughs> um, we've, yeah. had, we've been in the connection problems yeah. as of late. I'm we're not really sure what's, what's going on. on. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. Anyway, so uh, what was the oh, hardest no, part of your transformation? Well, here's here's the deal. Um, you know, sex addiction didn't really exist uh, in, in terminology for me. It wasn't uh, a part of of the news. And um, I'm I'm actually hearing an echo. Can you guys hear me? Okay. We can yeah, hear you. Yeah, fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And and so I didn't believe such a condition existed. And you know, when when I finally went to a meeting at the urging of a friend. You know, I, I was in a, in a very dark place. I, I had hit rock bottom, and and I knew that something was wrong, but I didn't know what it was. And it was very hard to believe that sex could ever be an issue for me because, you know, I just genuinely loved it with all my heart. You know, there's you've heard that old cliche that, you know, life, it's about the journey, not the destination. Well, you know, m- this book is... is totally about that it's it's about the journey and the journey was just a raucous one you know i didn't want to write a book that was about you know oh poor me i slept with 1500 women you know geez God, you know i'm just such a rock <clears throat> person and, is that- and things like that and, and and i didn't want it to be this thing about bitterness and you know at self-defeating, things like that. So I, I wanted to, to write about, you know, how exciting it was at the time. But, you know, the destination, which is, you know, rock bottom and addiction, was was really a hard crash. And, and I, you know, it all happened 
because of a woman. You know, I fell in love for the first time in my life when I was 21, and suddenly all those old behaviors of, of being a womanizer, they they just they just weren't satisfying to me anymore. Huh. They made no sense to me, and you know, I, I fell in love with this 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 beautiful kind of young. I don't know what what kind of naive wounded bird, mm-hmm. you know, and she was every bit as messed up as as I was, and we just didn't have a chance to really have a relationship, in spite of the fact that we just adored each other, and and so you know I got really terrified because I didn't understand what love meant, and and I knew that you know it it was so important to me that suddenly I became obsessed with losing it and thinking that you know if if I lose this woman and if I lose this love, you know. I don't think I could survive. You know, it was it was that overpowering to me. Wow. It was that that amazing, and so you know, it, it became kind of a self fulfilling prophecy where I basically, you know, I ended the relationship. I, I suddenly got very uncomfortable. I, w- I wasn't a very aware person at that time, and I couldn't really understand my feelings. I just knew that you know I felt very uncomfortable being with with this girl who was you know uh, who I wanted to be my life for the rest of my life, and and I broke up with her. And I realized it was a mistake almost immediately. And, you know, she moved to another city just to get away from me because oh, no. it was so painful for her. And so I, you know, I got on a bus because there was no train that went there, you know. And I didn't have a car in New York City. I had a motorcycle. And it was the middle of winter. So I took a bus there and I went to see her, you know, a few weeks later. And she just she just couldn't deal with it. Um, and... I, I had a, I think a 16-hour ride back to New York, and I just, I just cried the whole time, and, and that was kind of, what really put me into an addiction, because I'd been seeing a lot of women, even you know, a lot of escorts, uh, and I had a rotation of women, maybe 10 to 15 at any one time, who were. Mm. You know, just regular girls, and I, I knew how to pick them because I, I needed to pick girls like me because I didn't want women upset with me. I didn't want to give them the impression that I'm someone who's interested in committed relationships. So I found women who were just like me. They were busy students or, or older women whose careers right. were their lives. So I was just a, a disposable rest stop for them when, when they had some free time just to, whether it was, you know, going out to dinner, having a coffee or, or a booty call. It was just something where we could kind of meet in the middle and understand each other and not impose any kind of uh, obligations in terms of a committed relationship and that that worked out well for me but after after I broke up with Masha I um who was the girl I fell in love with um I I used sex to self-medicate and and you know the more I did it the the stronger the addiction became and you know, at one point, I, I was, you know, engaging in really dangerous, unprotected sex with women, you know, who were, you know, prostitutes and who were doing meth and wow. just, oh just all kinds of stuff. I mean, just really bad behavior. And, you know, consciously, yeah. I knew this was just ridiculously dangerous and stupid and foolish. And, you know, what am I thinking, you know? And and I I swear to God I, I that I who I didn't even believe in really but I swear to God that you know this was it this is the last time it's not going to happen and the next day I'm doing it all over again I yeah. just you know I'm, I'm banging my head against the wall saying you know this this just is not normal this is not something a guy does and I slept with over 400 women in a t- like a 10 month period Whoa. You know? and 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 the more I did it the more I hated it and, and the more I hated myself and and I just didn't have the ability to stop and so finally I went to a friend and 
you know, who I know had gone to Sex Addicts Anonymous, and and, and I used to laugh at him about that, you know, and tease him. But you know, I I had to go there very humbled, and uh, you know, and just find something that would work for me in the short term until I could really figure out what was going on with me. And so, it, I think you know, the addiction part really happened because of love. I, I, I fell in love. I realized what love was and, and how relevant it was and special. And and when I lost it, you know, I lost myself. That's so incredibly romantic wow. and sad at the same time. So you had to, like, drown that out with, yeah. with more sex in, in a way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Is what, is what happened. Because that's, that's really all I knew. I, I needed to bring pleasure into my life. And this was kind of the main way that, that I had brought pleasure into my life. But what happens is, you know, when, when you sleep with several women a day over so many consistent days is that, you know, you you're you're charging your brain with so much dopamine and, and something called glutamate that your your brain shuts down and inhibits the production of dopamine. And and in doing so, you know, I, I needed to have more sex in order to, to bring more pleasure into my life. And then when once once a lot of sex wasn't doing it, I had to have different types of sex, like more dangerous sex and, and things like that. Um, and that's that's kind of how it happens, you know, cause, because conditioned behavior can turn into an addiction and very compulsive because what your brain does is it, it creates these n- new neural pathways, like a highway in your brain, mm-hmm. so that it's, it, it becomes something that your brain recognizes that this is the only way that you can bring pleasure into your life. Um, and so that's why I, I kept doing it, you know, and I'm, I'm not a, an expert at addiction, you know, I'd be the first person to tell you that these are just some things I've kind of learned along the way, but I am an expert at being an addict. I'm, I'm very, I was very good at it and I'm, I'm not really proud of it, but mm-hmm. I, I will say before the addiction had, I, I, I was having a very good time, you know, I was hanging out with a, with a couple of very wealthy men and, you know, I was just yeah. a, you know, a poor slob from, you know, from Chicago who, who moved to New York and, and you know, didn't have a really a dime to my name and I met these two very wealthy men from you know established New York families who just kind of took a liking to me and I kind of became a wingman that they took me to all these places whether yeah. they were parties and brothels and and things like that and so it became kind of a lifestyle for a guy who was you know trying to to go to school at NYU and pay the bills and you know working a couple jobs um, just trying to get it all done, and suddenly, you know, I was introduced to this lifestyle that was really kind of cool and fun, and I could see myself living in this. And with it came all these women, and it just it just got away from me. I was just too young and too naive to really understand what was happening to me, and it became too much of a good thing, evidently. So, how how many women was the most in one day? Um, let's see. I think eight in one day. Wow. Uh, eight? Yeah. I almost I think eight. don't see how it's possible in some ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how well, have you managed something like that? The average man sleeps with only seven, six or seven women. And this is yeah. according to the National Center for Health Statistics. And the average woman in a lifetime? is four, four or five in a Whoa. lifetime. Yeah. Whoa. And. And um, and so I, I exceeded that in one day, but it, it doesn't seem right, though. Doesn't it seem like the women would have just as many men? I mean, does, shouldn't that be kind of equal there? Yeah, I think, think women. Think to... I think they're lying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I could do. Too. Yeah, I, I, I totally think they're lying. And, yeah, I... and then you said 400 within 10 months and 1,500 right. total. 
over fifteen hundred. Yeah. yeah, over fifteen hundred. I mean, wow. I don't have an exact number. I I was in such a such a strange place mentally yeah. that you know I'm sure I blocked out a lot and. That's but a, yeah, wow. I I know it was over four hundred women that that I had counted at that time. Wow. wow. And and I just I just couldn't believe it. I I just. Because I'm, I'm not that guy, you know. I, you know, I was a really good student. I have good common sense. I, you know, I'm. I just, I just lost myself. You just got and caught up in a thing. What, what inspired you to write about it? Well, I think it was time to tell this story. You know, I, my wife didn't even know about it when I decided to. Oh, you know, wow. it's, when we first met, I, I didn't want to tell her because I, it's not something I'm proud of. And I felt that, you know, if she knew about this type of history, that she wouldn't engage with me at all. And I felt that, you know, in time, I'll let her really get to know me, and then I'll tell her. And then so much time went by, like eight years, um, that it, I felt kind of foolish telling her because, you know, she'd kind of call me on it and say, well, what are you thinking? You know, you can't trust me and, you know, and this, that, and the other. And so, um, but but I, I told her kind of what I wanted to do and why I wanted to write it is because I, I felt that it was an interesting story, uh, one that hadn't be t- been told. You know, I, I come from advertising and marketing, so, you know, I – I went and I went to Amazon and Barnes and Noble and I looked to see, you know, are there any stories out there? You know, I couldn't find a single book uh, about a man talking about, you know, his sexual awareness and, and his journey through sex. As, as you know, I, I lost my virginity in a brothel in, in Tijuana. Not because I, I want to do, but, you know, I went as kind of a wingman to my my, my best friend. His, his dad was a Navy officer who, who took us down there and it was something for us to do while he was playing cards, that kind of thing. But I, I, I couldn't find a, a story about this uh, written in any book other than uh, nonfiction books that, you know, basically talked about addiction and really just gave little boilerplate segments about certain people and their sexual problems. So I figured, you know, I have something that, that no one else has written, and I like that. I did find one that was a uh, a sex addict novel about a, a gay gentleman, and it was very well written, but it was it was very dark writing. And, you know, I, I decided not to go in that direction because I wanted this to be accessible to people. I'd, I didn't want people to feel filthy, you know, mm-hmm. just holding the book. And so <laughs> I, I wanted to, to write a book about sex that really wasn't about, wasn't sexy and it wasn't about erotica and it wasn't about romance. Mm-hmm. It's really a coming of age story masked as a sex addict's roller coaster. And I felt that that could be something that, that you know, might be interesting for people to, to come into this world that is really kind of this this dark niche, even though there are millions of guys who who go see escorts and things like that. But you know, I my my world wasn't really just about escorts. It was it was about having gay friends back then who who were actually mentors to me. They were they were really the good guys who were trying <laughs> to get me out of this. Um, and also, it's it's. It's just really about uh, the sexuality of a man and, you know, how a man thinks about women, how he talks about women, you know, because these, these are really a, a gallery of rogue characters in this story. Um, 
you know, I think I was kind of the nice guy amongst these because, you know, there's misogynists and womanizers mm-hmm. and, and other things like that. And, and I felt that I had to be very raw and honest about this for, for it actually to be a real story here. Otherwise, it, it, it could easily have been, you know, just a, a romance novel or an erotic novel, Fifty Shades of Grey. My, my publicist <laughs> calls it Fifty Shades of Grey for smart people, which <laughs> so, so I thought was a compliment. But, you know, it, I, I did have a good time but it's it's just that that love thing i got really addicted to which i think is a good addiction i think that's also a good addiction yeah, sure. totally yeah. yeah it's and it's hard to find you know and you know I, I i went out with a friend of mine who's recently divorced and he'd been going on match.com and you know he was he was choosing women based on stats and he just wasn't having any luck. And I said, you know, I just, I just had this conversation with my wife on, on Valentine's Day. She gave me this, this book of empty pages that she wrote on each page how different we were. You know, she likes the rain, I like the sun. She doesn't mm-hmm. cook, I cook. You know, and on and it just went on and on, page after page. I just couldn't believe how different we were. Yet somehow we found a way to meet in the middle. And so I really don't think it's, a, it's about those stats about, you know, do they have a degree? Do they, do they believe in the right religion you know it's i think there's a chemistry there's there's just a thing that happens between two people that that um we're getting dropped out is this us again well huh so far oh is this when we're going to come back in again there we go. It's oh. again. For live show, we are reconnecting you now. Why is that happening? Sorry, Daryl. Yeah. We we we're dro- here. we dropped out again. <laughs> it's our oh, show. No. And we dropped out. Sorry, it's Blog Talk Radio. Sorry. <laughs> really? I'm sorry. So you you were um, talking about the stats and dating by yeah. stats and the differences. Oh, geez. Since it appears you're calling back into a live show, we are reconnecting you now. I wonder if this has been reversed. Sorry, Daryl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can hear me? Can we can hear, hear you. you now, so hopefully okay. we'll stay connected for the next five minutes. <laughs> this, this is like a Verizon commercial, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's like a Verizon commercial. Can you hear me now? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tell us a little bit about your other projects. This is your debut novel, which I think is fantastic. I did get a chance to read right. a little bit of it, but not the whole thing since Derek is recording right. right. it. Well, I am yeah. loving it. I Like I said, I'm halfway through, and I, I, can't, I can't give like a bigger compliment because I can't remember the last time that I've probably read a book, so I'm really enjoying this and digging in uh, just about every day. So it's uh, that is it's, true, Derek's not been, a reader. It's been really interesting, and I, and I enjoy the, um, you know, and it's not just this, it's not just really the um, the sex part, but it's it's interesting, like you say, about the coming of age um, part of it, and then all the characters that you're meeting and and just living life in the city. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's it's an interesting city to grow up and, you know, to to arrive there at, uh, you know, 19 years old, not knowing a soul. You know, I, I really had to rely on the people that I met and hope that they were good people to really counsel me, you know, because I really didn't know anything. Well, it's a very scintillating read yeah. from what I've read so far. So yeah. it's available on uh, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, iBooks, and the Reader's Store. Yes, it is. Fabulous. And also Kindle. That's important. For oh, a Kindle. Lot of Kindle, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I got to make sure it's available at Kindle because that's all I have now. Don't, right. I don't get real books anymore, <laughs> I don't think. 
I know. It's it's a shame. I, I love shame. the tactile feel of books, but that's just where it's going. It is where yeah. it's going. We'll just get used to it. Totally. Well, Daryl, sorry sorry for the disconnection, but yeah, thanks for sure joining us there. today. Oh, it was a real pleasure to talk to you both. Thank you so much. All right. Take All right. Care. Have a great day. Take care. You too. All right. All right. That was Daryl Shelley, author wow. of The Hobbyist. And it's time to go to commercial. And hopefully... We'll keep the show going, and we won't drop out again. Yeah, I think I think so. The best I, time to drop out is during the interview, isn't it? Yeah, like three times yeah, or something like amazing. that. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, can't believe it. I don't, I don't know why that was happening. Oh, but goodness. I can't say enough about this book. I'm really enjoying it. It's I'm gonna, very scintillating. I'm going to keep digging through it. <laughs> and maybe maybe by the time you finish in like a year, I'll, I'll, I'll be able no, to No, it. it's going to probably be a couple weeks. I've, couple I've been reading every day. Right. Look, I'm halfway through this. I know. You're, you're, you're into it. It's like halfway through. It's it's. It's, you said it's not sexy. It's just like it's intriguing. There's a little bit of that. Yeah, it's, it's more. I, I'm more interested in, in the, the. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's good. All right. It's well, good. It's a good book. Let's take a brief break and then the weird news. Yes. Is next. Awesome. Stick around. All right. Here we come back. This is. Howdy! Hi, I'm Spike, and you know, when I'm driving down Route 9W on a hot summer day, me and the missus always stop at Dickens, Dickens Fruit Stand. They've got everything from fruit to vegetables, homemade pies, but there is nothing like their cider. Ain't that right, honey? Uh-huh. Dickens Cider. Yes, sir. Why, even though we were late for church last Sunday, she had to have a little Dickens Cider. Uh-huh. She says there ain't nothing like it. Even my minister says his wife enjoys a little dick inside her now and then. Hey, why don't you bring some home in our protective plastic rib bottle? That way it'll stay fresh. Or you can let it sit a while and have some hard dick inside her. <laughs> it's good at lunch, good at dinner, and there's nothing like waking up with a dick inside her. Dickens Fruit Stain, just off Route 9W and Country Road 69. Open 24 hours, because after a chilly summer night, I like to snuggle up in bed with a hot dick inside her. This is the Arrington A Show. Call the Derek and Kay Show at 661-467-2416. The Derek and Kay Show. Hey there, you want to see all night long, The Derek and Kay Show. Hey, yo. It is the Derek and Kay Show, and we are back. That totally surprised me. Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that. Anyway, if you want to contact the Derek and Kay Show, baby, you can all night long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can email us at dkradioshow at gmail.com. Send us a Sexy, sensual email. You've got mail. And press that send button, baby. All oh, yeah. Night long. Wait, how long? Is that just during the day or during the night? No, it's all night oh, long, yeah. baby. All night long. Nice. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash DK Radio. 
press that like button. Press it all night long. That's right, baby. Yeah, oh yeah. You press can that. follow us on Twitter. Send us a Tweet at DK Radio Show. Visit our website at DKRadioShow.com. Which our sexy, sexual blog and listen to sexy show highlights. Oh, yeah. All night long, baby. You just nice. press play oh, all yeah. night. That's what I'm talking about. And all night. last, give us a call at 661 467 2416. Press that one button to talk to us, baby. Just press that one button all night long. We'll pick you up and put you on. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh it's good times. Quiet storm. Long time. It's been a long time. Weren't we supposed to do that like once a month or something? Did we say we're going to do that once a month? I think I said it. Listeners might find that extremely <laughs> annoying, but maybe it could be great. Who gives that F about the listeners? Oh, that's true, right? <laughs> it's a quiet storm. It's a quiet storm. Anyway, it's oh, time for the weird news. Boy. Weird news, all good times. Yeah. This is where I play the chicken dance. <laughs> I said chicken, <laughs> and I reared some weird, weird, weird news. Weird news, weird news. Okay. I'm okay. <laughs> this one I'm comes okay. to us from Honolulu. I'm going to have some more liquor. Oh, liquor. Liquor, balls. <laughs> what? <laughs> and <laughs> what's... Oh, it's rubber balls and liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Let me start this all over again. This one comes to us from Honolulu. Yes, in Here, Hawaii. <laughs> Here we have... Uh, so you, wait, you can tell we've been drinking now. Yeah, now you can tell. Now the show's maybe getting good. Uh, Finally. Security screeners at a Honolulu courthouse noticed something moving inside the defendant's bag as it passed through an x-ray machine earlier Uh-oh. this week. After initially refusing to open it, the bag's owner reluctantly revealed a pet inside. He opened the bag, and the screeners found a live duck and a bottle of beer. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> um, <laughs> they say it's not that unusual. A lot of people try bringing pets into the courthouse. It's not unusual for people to bring a duck and a duck, bottle of beer. The duck and the bottle of beer was uh, a strange one. It sounds like... We've never come across that one before. Punchline or something. <laughs> and that's what's happening in Honolulu. Do they indicate this kind of duck? It, like a, a it mallard does, or wood dog. It does, or like it does not say, but you know, my guess is he's going to court. This guy is probably trying to duck out of the cave. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I. <laughs> they weren't trying to quack the case. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He wasn't stressed out. He was just letting it roll off. I'm like water <laughs> off the duck's back. Um. <laughs> I guess the guy on, was. Derek. I guess the guy was gonna. After the case, he was gonna get down with drinking. What? <laughs> duck down. Oh, what? sorry, it's a reach. I don't That's know. A, That's a, a, a fail. Duck down. Duck down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. What's the next story? All right. Next story. I think we're out of duck pond. We're not doing very well. No. Oh, we're this not. one. This one's a short one, but um, 
It's very disturbing. Okay. This one comes to us from California. <laughs> Here we have a man who was found uh, <laughs> in a in a pool of blood at a, a Home Depot. Uh, oh, really? What it, happened? Yeah. Well, he was trying to... Um, at Home Depot for the listeners oh, out there. Thank you. <laughs> he was... Uh, I'm not sure why, but he was purposely uh, trying to uh, saw off his arms. What? Yeah, he grabbed the saw. Oh, no. <laughs> and uh, sawed one was sawing into one arm, and he, I guess he was, he got incapacitated in a pool of blood. Was and a fireman. The, was he on the meth? Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's usually what happens, right? Yeah, well, when you're on all um, kinds of drugs, you, stuff happens. I guess he's in a hospital, and he, uh, I guess. he might be doing okay. <laughs> you're not sure? <laughs> I think he still has both arms. And that's what's happening in California. There was a fireman who was there. Like a Florida thing. I know, it does totally right. He was a, there was a fire uh, man there who uh, saw the pool of blood, and everyone was like panicking and screaming and running out of the place. And then he tried to uh, save the guy, and I think he was able to. I don't know. He did something. They got medics there, and I guess he's. I don't know. I don't know how he's doing, but I guess he's all right. <laughs> what a weirdo. Sawing is pretty, pretty disturbing. Well, and you know, they said it was a hand saw, but it might be more of a... Arm saw? Exactly. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for... You're welcome. Thank you for that. All right, next story. You know, I'm here, I'm here for you. That's pretty good. This one comes to us from Uh-oh. New York. I like that you have two separate mics for the two Well, you can just go to this one. I oh, don't okay. know. That's good. Okay. Now, this is a cookie monster attacked a toddler in Times Square. A toddler? Yeah, a man dressed as cookie monster well, was nice. arrested in Times Square Sunday after he allegedly attacked a two-year-old. According to the uh, reports, the suspect identified as uh, Oswaldo <laughs> R- Razavo Lopez. <laughs> the child, after his mother refused to pay uh, a $2 uh, tip for the photo, the 33-year-old man uh, threw a fit. <laughs> after the uh, uh, after he uh, attacked the uh, mother and uh, pushed the child, how did he attack? It, it, it doesn't really it doesn't really say. Cookie Maybe gun. It's a cookie jar. Okay. And that's what's happening in New York. That's strange. Definitely strange. Yeah, I guess. Do you, I mean, Cookie Monster like never had like a bottom. So what? If it's kind of weird. If you're in a Cookie Monster costume, do you have like feet or what's no. the deal? Because Cookie Monster was always like behind something. Uh, you know that is that is true. Um, do you have does Cookie Monster have feet? Like, it's what's like the deal? big, baggy, shaggy in the middle. Yeah. Um, I guess C is for child abuse. <laughs> okay. Hey, wait. You know, we actually have a video of this, uh, not the fight, but um. Oh wait, where? Oh, here we go. What is that story there? Oh, that's weird. <laughs> there, 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 it looks like. Wait, there's a YouTube. That's very creepy. Oh, this is what we want to see. Hopefully, New York it. Cookie Monster lookalike attacks toddler, and you know what? My voice is echoing oh, into that mic, where it's like. All over New York City Times oh, look, Square, there's Elmo. Pictures with tourists, but when the Cookie Monster seen here wasn't tipped, he allegedly cursed and screamed at this woman and her two sons. Oh, he's bitter over oh, non-tip. Yeah. Yelling at me. All I was saying was. Why are you getting a little crazy. Mom's kind of hot, though. <laughs> really? Yeah. Let me take a look again. You don't think she's hot? It's just shocking. She says the costume man even shoved her two-and-a-half-year-old. Uh-uh. What happened with the cookie monster? He gave me boo-boo. He gave me boo-boo. The man who cookie monster Aww. was arrested and faces charges of endangering the welfare of the child. That's the cookie right. monster. Yeah, there we go. Endangerment and aggressive begging this. in a public place. Do you like cookie monster? Not anymore. 
Not anymore. I like Elmo. He likes Elmo. Well, <laughs> not Cookie Monster. Elmo got a tip. Yeah. Elmo's not I, bitter anymore. I guess. I guess so. That's pretty good. No, I thought she was kind of hot. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay, I didn't, she's, I don't know. I mean, whatever. People in costumes freak me out anyway. I know, me too, right? I think it's bad. Yeah, me too. Clowns and people in, in furry costumes. It's really weird. It's not good. <laughs> All right, uh, next story. This one comes to us also from New York. Here we have a topless um, reading club. It's uh, New York City. Is this the New York version of the weird news? What? I don't know. It seems like it. Ladies of the Outdoor Co-Ed Topless Pulp Fiction Appreciation Society laid out on the grass and bared their breasts underneath the spring sun. I guess it's been warmer in New York than it is here. You can't do that, can you? Yeah, it's uh, it's legal to be topless it in is? the five boroughs of New York. It is? Although a lot of people don't take advantage of it. It's legal to be topless in New York? I find this really hard to believe, but according to the story, that's what it says. In the five, it's it's legal in the five boroughs. So I can go into Central Park and just take just off my be walking around. Yeah. Interesting. I know, right? I never knew that. Well, and that's what's happening in New York. I, you know what? There's actually pictures. There is? I mean, this is only good for us, but well, we can talk take, about let's, it. Let's take a look. Uh, let's take a look. Yeah. Oh, here, here we go. Here's some pictures. Whoa, look at this. My goodness. See, when I like to read books, I like to yeah. take my top off. You know, I'm really getting into reading these days. It's just really... Oh, you can read without your shirt on. Um, yeah. Hmm. Uh, none of the chicks so far look very hot, though. This one looks kind of hot. But uh, you can't see her face. It, wait, oh. Those two look pretty hot. Is that hot for you? Yeah, I, I like. I don't the, know. Maybe the one standing up may be hot. I can't. She looks. Uh, it's kind of hard to see, can't but see your face. I like the look so far. And then yeah, I mean you got two. Oh, those right? are nice. Those, those are those nice pants. Those, those are really look nice. Fake though. Those are really nice pants. They look. They look kind of mm, fake, don't I, they? I don't know. They look, not more, to me. they look a little more round than they should be. Um, uh, we got a few more here. You know, just oh. Mm, yeah, nice cans. Yeah. Well, she's got nice cans. Big, big, big knockers. Big knockers yeah. with nice uh, bouncy, bouncy. green, green pants there. Green snakeskin or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's hot. That is kind of hot, right? That might be her. I don't know. If it's her there. Yeah. Why are you reading with no shirt on? That's kind of hot. Definitely hot. Um. Well, yeah. I, I'm not sure, but they're they're into it. This, you know, the freedom. They got the books out. They wanna they wanna make reading hot again. I don't know. I don't associate like myself braless with or shirtless with freedom. No, I just feel just exposed. Stuff, yeah, stuff's out there. I just feel like I'm hanging out there. Uh, I guess you could. I guess you could Google this. Um, yeah, like I said, the Coed uh, Topless Pulp Fiction Association oh, Appreciation Society. I'm sorry. Uh, if you want to take a look, there's images. I don't, even on the news thing, they had images of this. It's definitely weird. Like it's legal in New York. I, well, that's totally weird, right? That's a public service announcement that we just made then. There there you go. Check, <laughs> check it out. There you go. <laughs> What's next? All right. Well, this one comes to us from Chicago. Here we have a woman that's fighting a $100,000 parking fine. $100,000? Yeah, that's pretty expensive, right? So, um... Jennifer Fitzgerald is her name. She's uh, filed a lawsuit last year against the city over $105,000 worth of tickets that the police piled up on her car. Her car was left nearly three years ago at the O'Hara National Airport parking lot. The judge says uh, they dismissed the lawsuit uh, Wednesday um, and pressed the... Uh, they said that there's, there's, really, there's really no case because the uh, husband... Uh, oh, ex-boyfriend, sorry left the car there 
um, abandoned. The car's only worth six hundred dollars. Oh. And that's what's happening. So in her her Chicago. boyfriend abandoned. Was it her car? Is in her name? Yeah. Well, then she's freaking responsible for it. What's she doing? Um. Yeah, I'm not sure what how the case has turned out, but they're not they're not going after her. She's dumb. If she let let her ex boyfriend leave her car there, that's yeah. only worth $600. It's only six hundred dollars. Take care of it. Like, yeah, just take care of it. I don't it. understand. I don't understand the abandoned car thing. People do that Stupid too. Girls. That just seems kind of it's kind of lame, right? Chicks are dumb. <laughs> hey. Well, they are. <clears throat> oh my yeah, god, my ex boyfriend like took summer. my car and yeah. left it over and like. I don't know why he did it. It's not my fault. I'm not really sure, but I don't really ride my car anymore. So I'm just gonna let him take it and leave it there. <laughs> Three years. Where's the car? Where's my car? Oh my god, they gave me a ticket. Why? It's not my even car. Well, it's in my name. It's not really my car anymore. Come on. Oh boy. Stupid chicks. Um, I guess I don't need this one anymore. I'll throw that away. Whoa, oh, that's I got good. some distance on that one. That, on that's that. pretty good. Okay, I guess this is probably probably the last. One more. Probably the last story. All righty then. Um, okay, this one comes to us from New Hampshire. Oh, boy. Manchester, New Hampshire. Here we have x-rays that show a, a New Hampshire man swallowed a ring. Police say the, ex- the x-rays don't lie. A man who tried to flee from a New Hampshire jewelry store uh, with a diamond oh, he ring stole, he's bo- he's worth $3,200. That's he it? swallowed it. I guess. I a nubbin. That's, <laughs> that's the case all upset. <laughs> Uh, At least steal like a twenty thousand dollar joint. Yeah, I don't understand this. Uh, I mean, how how is that even going to be worth anything? I mean, police police say a fifty two year old uh, picked up the ring and ran towards the door. And I'm sorry, how old was he again? He was fifty two years old. Okay, should have known better. Fifty two years yeah. old, thirty two hundred dollar ring. Uh, workers confronted him, but he's he's like, I don't know, I don't have the ring. He denied. They brought him to the hospital, and X rays show there's the ring. Oh, uh-huh, you do. And that's what's happening in New Hampshire. So he walked into a jewelry store and like He's, he asked to see it. And yeah, it, it doesn't doesn't really it. say, but I'm assuming that's what's happening. It's a diamond solitaire. Uh, does not say. Hmm. Oh, fourteen carat, fourteen carat white gold with princess cut diamond. That's all it says. Princess cut diamond. Yeah. Thirty two hundred dollars. Yeah. It's probably full of all kinds of flaws. <laughs> it's well nubbin. Now it's pretty well flawed. <laughs> well, it's probably it's. You just it's totally fine. It's poop just that dirty. Out. It's just dirty. You just gotta clean it. It's fine. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Huh. Well, if you're gonna steal a diamond, you gotta steal the thirty thousand dollar joint. Yeah, you gotta go big. You gotta go big. You yeah, gotta get totally. the three carats, silly, with like the 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 bevel diamonds all around and like the pave on the side. So okay. You get more carats. Okay. Sure. Then you swallow that. It might hurt a little bit more going down, but it's worth it's, it's worth it. It's more. Um, I'd be concerned more about the hurt going out. Probably fine for now. I mean, you, you poop out a lot of other stuff. I, I guess, guess so. Yeah, depending on the on size, that 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 could cut you up. Thirty-two hundred dollars. <laughs> Come on. Well, that is amateur. The, the amateur. Amateur. That is the weird news. Very good. Those were good. There you go. Throw that away. Oh. That's uh, not too bad. Not too bad. That went far. You want to take a quick break? I uh, probably. And afterwards, <laughs> some sexy hot topics. Oh, sexy hot topics. Sexy hot awesome. topics. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Stay tuned.
You've got your sunrise. You caught a prize. You, you're making your Johnson. Party night, summer white. You, your friends, and your Johnson. Reach the tail, water trails. You, your kids, and your Johnson. Saturday night, distant lights. You, your girl, and your Johnson. You and your Johnson, a way of life for over 50 years. Surge after surge of creamy caramel. Melts in your mouth. Ah. And in your hand. Orgasmo bars of forbidden chocolate sensation. Which, uh, which you... Bite off more than you can chew. This is the Animation. Call the Derek and Kay Show at 661-467-2416. The Derek and Kay Show. The most professional, unprofessional show on the radio today. Holy. The Derek and Kay Show. <laughs> yeah, but it's the Derek and Kay Show. We are back. I don't, I don't even know why I'm laughing. Okay, I wasn't sure what happened there for a second. I was looking and I was like, it's nice to have aperitifs during the show. Isn't it nice? Yeah. I thought, we, we had, when we made that drink a while ago, I thought we were having drinks. I thought you were announced. I know, we should have a drink every week. It's going to be drinks on the show all the time. What, what happened? I don't know. We need There's to bring plenty that, of bottles we here. We need to bring that back. Yeah, it could be good. Because I think that's a really good idea. It loosens us up a little bit. And, yeah. Uh... The Belgian Brie is oh, very delicious. Oh, so tasty. How much is a bottle of that stuff? Oh, I think it's... Is it like $100? No, no, no. <laughs> it's not that much. It might be... Um, it, I I don't know. Like, in, up up north, it might be like 38 bucks. That's okay. I I would be willing to pay probably for that. Probably here, I'm it's probably like 45 bucks. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's crazy. Gotta go to the New Hampshire. Totally. Anyway, I'm totally interested in, like, buying a, myself a bottle of that. It's so easy. It's so good. It just goes... Down. It's really nice. I had some at the at Easter. Yeah. Um, and it it's a great aperitif. Like it's just yeah. amazing. I it's is the first time I've ever had it straight, and it's really easy. It's really it just goes down, right? Yeah, it's it's fine. It's fine on its own. Gets you messed up a little bit too, because <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy. Anyway, it's the hot topics of the week. Oh, these are the things that everyone's talking about and cares about. So there's a theme this week of sexy hot topics since we're talking oh, yeah, totally. to Daryl Shelley about his book The Hobbyist and Sex Addiction. So I've learned this week that there's apparently a study show that there's no such thing as a sexy chin. Oh, that's an interesting thing. Apparently chins are a very similar shape throughout the entire population. Oh, I was wondering if it's a if report more on that people don't find uh chin sexy. Like, 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 check out that chin on her. Yeah, I don't know. That's not a thing. Do you ever notice a chin ever on a woman? I don't really think... Uh, yeah, it's, well, I only... It, you know what? I only really think about it if it's, like, really pointy. Pointy? People, oh, yeah, people have pointy chins. Like, oh, wow, well, she's yeah. got a pointy chin. Not necessarily that's a bad thing. You just kind of notice it. I feel like I have, like, no chin. Cheeks? Like, no chin. Like, it's, like, goes, like... 
Oh yeah, let's go back side. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was ten. I I I think like cheeks are more you know something that people notice. Cheeks. Yeah. Yeah, because cheeks are different. Yeah, people. cheeks can be different. Cheekbones and different places. Yeah. But apparently, chins are a consistent shape throughout the human populations, and humans are the only primates with a chin. Huh. Uh, next on the hot no one topic. Else has a chin. No, no one else has a hot. Uh, no one else has a chin. None of the other primates, anyway. Uh, a French study shows that bras are actually pointless. Who says? Professor Jean Denis Rouillon of uh, Besançon University studied under the anatomy of 330 women over 15 years and came to the conclusion that bras are unnecessary. Hmm. Women who did not wear bras actually had firmer breasts and sagged less. What? Bouncy, bouncy. What do you think of that? I, you know what, I, the person who just touches them and doesn't have them. Um, uh, yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks for going to me about that. I, you know, I like, I have to say, I like the way. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a huge breast guy. I'm just, You're not a breast guy. I, I'm totally not. I really? Mean, I like lots of different. You know, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. But um, but you know, I actually I like the way that the that they look. You know, yeah. With, when the when the way that they're with the, with the bras and some of those bras hold up nicely. I there's like, like the, way a, the bras look too. There's they're a look cute. to it that looks. Yeah, I think it's cute. And I mean, even in I'm talking like the clothing and the style of it, I think is nice. Yeah, I like them perked perked, perked up a little bit. I don't, yeah. You know. Yeah, because like, with no bra, it's just kind of sad. Yeah, it does look kind of sad, and, and I've seen that before, especially at some contra dances. Some of the people don't necessarily mm. bouncy bouncy wear any. Thing under there, and so yeah, you see that. <clears throat> also, there's a that? nipple issue. Yeah, there's a little bit of rubbing. <laughs> that that sound again. There's oh, a lot. Remember. There's a there's a nipple issue for sure. Yeah. I mean, you can at least wear a little like a little like band aid cap. Cap. Yeah. Cap would little, be good. Yeah, a little cap number. Um. So if you're not a breast man, what are what are you? What do you like? What's your favorite feature on a woman? I would say. Um, Shake that booty. You're an ass man. Uh, yeah, totally. I had no idea. You didn't, I thought I mentioned this before on the show. I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, totally. Uh, you know that hips. Yeah. Hips, thighs, ass. It's oh. good. I mean, not, nothing. You know, too crazy. You're but a I bottom, do, bottom down kind of guy. I do like. I do like a little curve. Yes. I do like a little. You know. What little, does that mean? Little curve. I'm, just, I'm doing the motion there. The I curve, know, you know. but listeners can't see the motion. Uh, just, I'm just, you know, for you. <laughs> Ass is nice. Yeah. I can't, I mean. Yeah, I like a little shape. You, know? you like, like a little shape down there. Little, yeah, I like, you know. Well, I can't say I look yeah. at a guy's ass and I'm like, oh, what a great Does it ass. do it for you? No. Yeah, what, so what part of the guy, if we're ta- is, now that we're going back and forth on this, what part of, like, a guy, obviously you're not into a guy's chin. No, because no one is. Yeah, no one is. Like, I really like chest and shoulders. All right. That's pretty good. I love chest and shoulders. I think a little bit of like hairy chest, a little bit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like nice strong shoulders and arms are good. So you like a little, uh, you like a little uh, piggyback action. <laughs> I didn't say that. Okay. Huh. <laughs> I just said that I like arms and shoulders. Oh, okay. No, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I like face. I'm a face person. I like look at a nice looking face. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like a nice, cute, good-looking well, face. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, I mean, well, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying it's all about uh, an ass for me. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not staring at someone's the bag ass over their head. Yeah. Do you mind uh, sitting upside down in the chair? We have this conversation during dinner. <laughs> it's not, you know, yeah. I'm obviously, I'm just saying, we're talking about like parts of body. Oh, that's great. 
<laughs> so you know how like parents think that um, their children or the teens are having sex younger and younger, like every generation? Yeah, we were talking about the Victoria's Secret the other week, right? That's, yes, that's we were. Yeah. Well, Turns out that's not true at all. What? So it says that today's studies show that today's teens, teens are actually having sex at the same age as their parents. Oh, okay. So at age 16, uh, 33% of them had had sex. Mm-hmm. At age 17, 50%. Oh, here we go. At age 18, 61%. Oh, and at age 19, 71%. Wow. Policymakers and media sensationalize this teen sexual behavior suggesting age 10 or 11, but research just doesn't support it. Rather than rather they are seeing teens wait longer to have sex, use contraceptives more frequently, and are less likely to become pregnant than peers of past decades. Huh. So... Better How off. That. So take that, parents. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, huh. I I can't relate to that because I don't. I was well over nineteen yeah. when I had my first. We're both late bloomers, in, right? When were you? Uh, I think about that. Yeah. About nineteen. I actually don't. It's either eighteen or nineteen. I was nearly twenty-one. Mm. But you know, yeah. But I have to say, like... Did you make up for lost time? Yeah. <laughs> you might say that. But also, um, no no problems or anything like that. But um, also really, tra- you know, figuring things out much later, too. Not just, like, you know, doing it. But it what wasn't, kind of things were you figuring out Well, no, it was like, you know, like, like getting, you know, good at things or better or oh, understanding. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you do it back then. Well, everybody sucks in the beginning. Yeah, and, you know, it's you just know. one of those things. You get it out of the way and you do it. But, uh... Yeah, not so much later where it really, <laughs> really became the pro. I mean, you know? I can't even imagine like being 16 and being like, okay, now we're going to like do it. Like, I just don't even, I oh, can't yeah. even it was wrap such a my wreck. brain around that. I was a hot mess. Yeah, I would, uh, what was I concerned I could barely with? like drive a car. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was doing that at 16 and a half. But. Well, I was too. I got my driver's yeah. license at 16. Still the same plate. But I had to take the driver's license twice. twice. Oh, you did? I did. <laughs> I failed the first time. Oh. It's not good. I got it the first time. You're lucky. Uh, last study shows out that women do really like larger penises. Oh. Hey, no. <laughs> Australia studies, studies shows that women equate large penis and, uh, and also height with attractiveness. Hmm. Yeah, I know I know women dig, uh, dig the tall people. As, as someone who's uh, vertically challenged, perhaps... Uh, yeah, I've I've heard that before. It's all relative. Yeah, it's all relative. It's all relative. That's a good that's a good way to put it. But women do like a larger penis. Uh, Schwanz. <laughs> how big? Which I didn't. Th- how big? They I don't know actually what, say. They don't actually say study. what's large. I don't really know, and I don't yeah. know if the women were looking at pictures of penises that were like standing at attention or penises mm. that were just like flapping around in the breeze. Good, because that's what they do when you're not doing anything. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you gotta, you really gotta know. What you're looking at, I would imagine also too big is is a problem. Too big is a problem, or would potentially be a problem. I think. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe this is <gasps> now I'm talking about personal experience. Oh boy. Or maybe I mean I think that like if it's if it's if there's too much of like length and girth, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're banging up a, on the. <laughs> you're like knocking on the, the back door. Side. It's not so fantastic. Yeah, that's a bad time. <laughs> you bottom it out, so to speak. 
but not you know, that I've been well, not that I've been there. You haven't been knocking at someone's door. <laughs> not. It's not a good place to be. It's a painful. <laughs> no. A painful I, place to be. Yeah, although there's a small percentage that actually like that. <sighs> so I've read. But I mean, I just I didn't I didn't think that like that would be a real like statistic. Like women would really like mm. larger unit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Do men like bigger breasts? That thing? It's not for me. Not for you, I've, see? I've I've had I've had all all uh shapes and sizes. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like they get in the way. Sometimes you do <laughs> I know some guys are like all about like the bigger the better. How are they in the way exactly? They they do get in the way and there's movement and like you're going to get <laughs> you're going to get hit. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like this, like weird, like almost like a car wash action. They got side to side. I mean, there's just a lot of they, and they can hit. They can hit. The girl can get hit. I, I'm honest. Very little experience in that, but yeah, I have seen that. I have <clears> none <throat> such issue with that. It's, it, I think it's better that way. Really, I just. I've always I've always said I like you like a little bit on the small side a, a little bit yeah I tend you like to, a tend, handful yeah I like you do a little hand with a cup thing like you're getting some water uh huh and then you know like that's good <laughs> that's good just that's that. good you want to be able to handle it you don't want you don't want stuff swinging around I don't know I, it's, it gets weird to me it's, you get that motion huh <laughs> bouncy bouncy have you in the last ten years oh boy given someone a hickey. Yes. Why? <laughs> I, I can't tell Are you, you why. In high school, I don't understand no, that. I, I don't. I'm not into that. I'm, that's not a thing. It's not a thing that I do. But you said you had done it in the last ten years. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that has happened. Yeah. How recently? Probably just trying to return the favor. What? Like, oh well, you son of a bitch gave one to me. Now I got to deal with it. Now you're going <laughs> to deal with it. I think that's why you do it. <laughs> I don't know. How do you do it? You just like, like. Yeah, I'll show you after the show. No, you won't show me after the show. <laughs> we'll get a piece of fruit. <laughs> oh, we we'll get a piece of fruit? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to demonstrate on me. I'm like, I don't need that. We're good friends, but we're not that oh, good of friends. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the point of it. I just no, don't. No, it's, it's dumb. It's really I, dumb. I don't, I don't like it. Plus, you've got to wear a scarf for a week. Yeah, it's, it stays around for the longest time. And you look like a freaking maniac. You do look like a maniac. <laughs> you look like, what is, like you say, high school. I mean, what's going on? It's totally like high school. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, out of the no, I have one more story. Oh, okay, good. Out of the Netherlands. Oh yes. Where you were were just recently? They just came out with weed flavored mayonnaise. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. There's no actual weed in the mayonnaise. Oh, it's just, just flavored. Weed flavored mayonnaise. Somehow I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> that you know that is gross. It's called weed. It's called uh weed weed sauce. Weed wheat sauce. Wheat sauce? Yeah, W-E, uh, sorry, W-I-E-T-S-A-U-S, wheat sauce. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Well, they got everything. They got sodas and they got, you know, drinks with it. With actually. <laughs> drinks with weed? Actual weed in it, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can buy them all over the store, all the streets, yeah. That seems like if I were going to imbibe the weed, that seems, that seems like a method I would choose. Not like smoking it. Yeah, and they got, they got the baked goods, too. Oh, the baked goods. Oh, yeah. They're all about, yeah, all that stuff you can get. The, the cookies? They got the cookies, the brownies. Brownies? I think, I think they have cake, too. They had the little and cupcake? I guess that stuff's a little bit more potent from what I heard. I think it might last longer. I didn't partake in the uh, edibles, but uh, <laughs> some people in our parties had them. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> 
good times. Did the, they have the weed drinks or like the edibles? They had the edibles. Hmm. I would think the weed drinks would taste bad. Yeah, and they had the weird, like the weird, like energy combination ones. Like I don't understand that. Like they had some. Oh, the up and down. Yeah, they had like cast. They, like, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I read these wrong, but it looked like they had every combination of it. You can get the caffeinated weed drink. I don't know, or like the ener- the one that has like. Like vitamins or an, I don't know. What? Vitamins and weed? It's I mean, that's a counterproductive, don't totally, you think? It's totally weird, yeah. Like, here, get high and also get some vitamin D12 or whatever, B12 or whatever the heck yeah. you're needing. And they probably had one that was like alcohol and weed, I'm sure. Alcohol, I that's a bad combo, isn't it? Um, I, I, mm, isn't that a downer and a downer? Yeah, I've been. Yeah. <laughs> down that road? <laughs> Have you been down that highway? <laughs> You, well, you might say, well, you know, traveling in you know, <laughs> other other parts of the world. <laughs> RJ Gumby says, Alice B. took us. Huh. <laughs> well, there, there you have it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? Next week. What is next week? We have a show next week. We do have a show next week. Awesome. But we- it's also my birthday. Oh, that's true. It'd be, be before the show. Is it going to be a birthday show? I I guess maybe since it's it's a, is it a birthday week kind of thing is that how we celebrate? I I think your birthday I think you celebrate it the whole week. When do I start? I think you start uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. Does that mean I don't have to go to work? Yep, you don't have to go to work. Say your birthday Saturday or something. It is Saturday. Oh, it is. I got that right. Four twenty. Oh, speaking of speaking of weed. There you go. <laughs> Oh, uh, we're gonna have a good time. Your birthday. It's a birthday show. It's gonna be maybe a birthday show. Birthday weekend. Yeah, we're gonna go to. Te- we're gonna go to Tepeo. <laughs> and we're gonna eat. Nice. And we're gonna drink. Nice. And we're oh, gonna yeah. have a great time. It's good. No, it's gonna be a great time. What we- party. What are we gonna do after that? Party time. Wait, whatever you want to do. Ninety seconds. Go to a bar and get housed. Housed? <laughs> yeah. It's totally get housed. Good times. <laughs> get all housed. Oh, gosh. Well, anyway, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for our guest, Daryl Shelley, for calling oh, in. Oh, yeah, it was and great. And putting up with our connection issues. That was really weird. Uh, it was really not cool. Do we have a guest next week? We do, but I forgot who it was. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, person. <laughs> But we'll have someone. We'll have someone on the show next week. Oh, she talked over my plug. We'll have someone on the show next week. Anyway, thank you both for listening. Awesome. Take care. (laughs) Bye-bye. Have a good one. Bye. Radio. Goodbye. Hooray. Hooray! Yeah! Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, boy. Hooray. Oh, boy. Hooray. <laughs> Hooray!
That was crazy. That was pretty crazy. <laughs> it was another like uh, yeah. sexual innuendo show. Well, there was some, maybe not quite as not as not as hardcore as last as hard hitting. No, <laughs> as, the, as the last one. But yeah. Oh, but a little bit of something. No, it's good. All right. We have to call for pizza. Drink time. Or pizza right. time. Pizza time. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.